0: I knew how much
1: You loved this sun But you chose
0: to stay Stay and keep me warm Through the darkest night
1: Thanks for tuning into the Song Lines and Tan Lines podcast with Anthony Renfro. Those returning, thank you. Those new to this podcast, welcome. Now let's pull up the anchor and set sail. The mandolin, such a beautiful instrument and one that many artists, including Jimmy, have used throughout their recording years. In this episode, I'm going to highlight four songs That showcase this instrument the song that opened the episode is called mandolin wind by Rod Stewart yes that Rod Stewart that if you like my body and you think I'm sexy or forever young Rod Stewart you got it that's him I found myself a bit ago listening to his album every picture tells a story and you may be asking yourself why why would you listen to Rod Stewart? Why would you put yourself through that? For the simple reason that I had never really listened to a Rod Stewart album in its entirety. So I thought it might be time to amend that. And I'm glad I did. This album has the classic Maggie May song on it. And that's arguably his Margaritaville. Though he's had some big hits beyond that one as well. And as I was listening to the album, I heard the song that opened the episode which is called Mandolin Wind, and it got my brain to churning and burning and aching and breaking and yada and yada. You know how that goes. After I finished the album, I went in search of other mandolin songs, and then after locating those songs, I decided to put an episode together centered around them. Now, here's a bit about the album Every Picture Tells a Story from Wikipedia. Every Picture Tells a Story is the third studio album by Rod Stewart. It was released on 28th of May, 1971. It incorporates hard rock, folk, and blues styles. It went to number one on both the UK and US charts and finished third in the Jazz and Pop Critics Poll for Best Album of 1971, the year before I was born. It has been an enduring critical success, including a number 172 ranking on Rolling Stone's 2003 list of the 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. And I don't disagree with Rolling Stone. It really is one of the all-time great albums. And also from Wikipedia, here's a bit of information about the song, Mandolin Wind. It says, Mandolin Wind has been highly praised by music critics. In his review of Every Picture Tells a Story in Rolling Stone, John Mendelsohn, Refers to the song as being nearly as good as the number one single off the album, Maggie May. Rock, the Rough Guide went further, calling the song the highlight of the album. Stuart Mason of Allmusic called the song every bit equal to Maggie May, and Allmusic's Stephen Thomas Erlewine called the song unbearably poignant. Cashbox said it was somewhat reminiscent of the introspective moments of Maggie May. In its review of Every Picture Tells a Story, Billboard called Mandolin Wind an excellent Stewart composition. And in its review of Stories We Could Tell, the magazine noted that the song offered great single potential. Rod Stewart biographers Tim Eubank and Stafford Hildreth referred to the song as a stunning ballad. And it is a stunning ballad. And I don't disagree about the stuff of it being almost as good or better than Maggie Mae? It may be. I mean, Maggie Mae is an amazing song from start to finish, but Man of the Wind is a strong, strong contender going up against it. And this song has been played live 66 times according to Setlist FM, first time in 1988, and last time played live in 2010. And one of those stats, I believe, and one of them, I don't. I can't believe this song was played live for the first time in 1988? Are you kidding me? That has to be an error. I have a feeling it was played live before that, but those dates are not yet accounted for since Setlist.fm FM didn't exist until the internet age. Moving on, song two that I want to feature is called Mandolin Rain. You may have heard of this one somewhere along the way. Like that one, so smooth, so chill, so perfect for a rainy day. And here's a bit more about the album this song is on from Wikipedia The Way It Is is Bruce Hornsby and the Ranges' debut album released by RCA Records in 1986. Led by its hit title track, the album went on to achieve multi platinum status and helped the group to win the Grammy Award for Best New Artist. Other hits from the album include of course, Mandolin Rain and Every Little Kiss. Huey Lewis features on harmonica and vocals on Down the Road Tonight. Sidebar, Huey and Jimmy have played together as well. So there's a nice connection. What is it, a six degrees or third degrees of Jimmy Buffett? So anyways, thought throw it out there. Back to what Wikipedia had to say. Lewis also co-produced the song Down the Road Tonight along with the tracks The Long Race and The River Runs. Hello, And here's a bit more about the song from Wikipedia. Mandolin Rain is the third track from The Way It Is, the debut album for Bruce Hornsby and the Range. The song was co-written by Bruce Hornsby and his brother John and featured Range member David Mansfield on the title instrument. Concert plays, according to Set List FM, are small 47 times. First time in 1986 and last time played live in 1980. 93, is that accurate? You may be asking yourself that question like I was. It might be. I think Bruce Hornsby and the Range didn't stay together that long after they found success, so they may not have had a chance to play this song live that often, but Bruce as a solo artist, has played this song live 246 times, which puts it where I think concert plays should be, first time in 1993 and last time played live in 2022. So he's still performing it live to this day as a solo artist. Don't blame him. It was a massive hit and one I'm sure still drops dollars into his bank account. Song three, I think you guys know this one.
0: It was late in the evening, just a few of us picking, but the lady she played so easy and fine, and the chords that she strummed were so tastefully clever, they planted this song in. Cause there's something so feminine
1: So good, man. And there really is something so feminine about a mandolin. And in case you don't know this, that song you just heard is called Something So Feminine About a Mandolin. Always like that one. It's a classic for a reason and a great song from start to finish. And it was co-written with his wife, Jane, which is a cool fact to learn. Wikipedia had this to say about the album. This song is on. Havana Daydreaming. It is the sixth studio album by Jimmy Buffett and his fourth regular major label album. It was produced by Don Gant and released on January 20th, 1976 on ABC and January 28th, 1987 on ABC Downhill's successor label MCA and concert plays twice. You heard that right. Twice. I mean, Seriously, this is too good a song to have so few plays in concert. First time in 1997? Yep, I just heard it. Someone back there said it. Yep, you got it right. 1997, that is the year of Stumpo El Bando and Jimmy. He was stumped by this song, surprisingly. And LSD, the other song he was asked to play that night, he was also stumped by that one. That's a song from his Down to Earth album, which doesn't surprise me that he may not know that one, but Something So Feminine About a Mandolin, a song you wrote with your wife, I think you probably should still know that one. I wonder if she gave him grief after that concert for him not knowing that song. There's actually no information on this song like the previous two songs I featured, but I did pull this clip from the Songs You Don't Know by Heart series that you can now watch on YouTube. Here's Jimmy giving you the insight into the makings of Something So Feminine About a Mandolin.
0: I'm pretty sure that I wrote this song in Texas. This was during that time that I had uh, had made that journey to Austin and I was working more in Texas than I could ever get work in Florida or in the other uh, like folk club circuits in the South. Because Austin was uh, breaking wide open and it was Willie and... Jerry Jeff uh, kind of were the uh, godfathers of the whole Austin Sound at that time. And uh, not only did I, did I like writing there and, and knowing all the people, but I was getting a lot of work there, too. And, of course, all of that songwriting kind of rubbed off on me because there were such great songwriters. And then uh, we, were, we were somewhere out there just playing, and I'd had a mandolin at the time that I couldn't play very well and it was like it it was like at a somebody's house you know like every day they did they would sit around and play guitar and feed their dogs and uh come up with songs and there was uh a girl there was playing beautiful mandolin just and i can't even remember her name now but it was just at one of those things and that was the inspiration uh, for the song and i wanted to write a pretty simple like a willie nelson song or if you listen to my favorite Willie Nelson song, two of them, Funny How Time Slips Away or Crazy, and very simple, Three Chords and the Truth, and I wanted to do one of those songs. Ah! Thank you. Do you like that story? Yes?
1: Okay. And I don't know how much of that I will keep because it goes on for a bit. I might trim it down in post. There we go with that fancy word post again. I've used that before, right? But if you don't hear all of it, When you hear this episode, go on YouTube and just look up something so feminine about a mandolin. It's fun just to hear the banter between Delaney, Jimmy, and his wife about this song. Moving on, the fourth song that I'm going to play, the one that will close out the episode, it may be one you may or may not know. It's a song by Led Zeppelin called The Battle of Evermore. A song played live 42 times, first time in 1977 and last time played live in 1977. Here's a fun fact about this song, according to Setless FM, where I get all my concert facts. This song has been played live over 600 times by 33 different artists. Heart seems to be the most famous of those bands who have covered it. Just thought that was interesting. And The Battle of Evermore is a song that can be found on the album Led Zeppelin 4, arguably one of the greatest classic rock albums of all time. Here's a bit more about it from Wikipedia. It says, the untitled fourth studio album by the English rock band Led Zeppelin, commonly known as Led Zeppelin 4, was released on 8 November 1971 by Atlantic Records It was produced by guitarist Jimmy Page and recorded between December 1970 and February 1971, mostly in the country house Headley Grange. The album is notable for featuring Stairway to Heaven, which has been described as the band's signature song, and yes, that probably is their Margaritaville. Moving on, Wikipedia also had this to say about the commercial and critical success of Led Zeppelin IV. It is their best-selling album, shipping over 37 million copies worldwide. It is one of the best-selling albums in the United States, while critics have regularly placed it highly on a list of the greatest albums of all time. In 2010, Led Zeppelin IV was one of 10 classic album covers from British artists commemorated on a UK postage stamp issued by the Royal Mail. And according to Wikipedia, The Battle of Evermore was written by Jimmy Page and Robert Plant at Headley Grange, while Page was experimenting on John Paul Jones's mandolin, Page explained in 1977 that "Battle of Evermore" was made up on the spot by Robert Plant and myself. I just picked up John Paul Jones's mandolin, never having played a mandolin before, and just wrote up the chords and the whole thing in one sitting. That's another wild moment, folks. Uh, Page just picked up the mandolin and said. Let me see what I can do with this thing and out pops the Battle of Evermore. Pure talent. When you got it, you got it. Right? Let me drop anchor here and close out the episode. You can hear my voice talking about music on the Audible Ecstasy podcast. And if you want to support me and this podcast, you can buy one of my books or short stories, slap a tip down on the bar on my Ko-Fi page or become a Patreon patron and receive early access to new episodes as well as scripts and things of that nature. Check the show notes for all that information. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if you do enjoy what I do here, don't forget to rate and review this podcast once you finish the episode. Take care. Thanks for listening and have a great week.